as you probably guessed, I am from Aztec Consulting, as was our excellent presenter from before. Thank you, thank you. We are an interactive web marketing company. For those of you who don't know, we do handle the website, e-blast, podcast, videocast, and all things web for the Chicago chapter of Cornette. So, <laughs> thank you. So they asked me here today to talk to you a little bit about LinkedIn and Facebook and Social Networking 101. So uh, without further delay, so it does sound like uh, for LinkedIn, who has a LinkedIn profile? Okay, and Facebook. Okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I think maybe. Okay, that gives me a place to start. I use LinkedIn quite a bit now. Okay, good, good. So some barriers to entry that I've heard talking with clients and, and associates, privacy. Um, is probably the number one, especially for the larger corporations. And I've got to say, yes, absolutely, you will give up some privacy when you join these sites. However, as Andy mentioned um, earlier, people are already out there talking about you, and that's the best case scenario. Worst case is that they're not talking about you. And the only chance you have to influence what people are saying about you are to join the conversation. And that's unfortunately just a fact of life in these times. Uh, the other thing we hear is too busy, and yes, again, I'll agree with you, you're too busy, I'm too busy, we're all too busy, um, but that is building relationships, that is networking, and these are just new tools that will hopefully help you network more effectively and, and actually manage things a little bit faster. This is the third thing I hear. It's so narcissistic. Who cares what kind of sandwich I had for lunch on I Wednesday? Agree. That's true. And I have, I, think that's true. I have been, even just a few months ago, I was firmly in that camp. And then I read that excellent New York Times article. Um, and they talked about ambient awareness. Now, ambient awareness is something that most humans do. Um, we are aware of people. If you're on the L train and the person next to you is sighing and rooting through you their purse, you can be aware, even if you're not directly focused on them or in conversation with them, that they are um, upset or frustrated about something. Or um, maybe down the hall, you can just hear the tenor of someone's voice and, and you're aware that they're really excited about something or um, really upset about something. And that's just something that we all can do. And now, the internet is allowing us to have ambient awareness of people who are on another coast or in another country. So individually, the sandwich status updates are still irrelevant, but taken together, and I want to read this because I think it's really slick, but taken together over time, the little snippets coalesce into a surprisingly sophisticated portrait of your friends' and family members' lives, like thousands of dots making a pointless painting. Mm -hmm. Way to look at it. Great yeah. So, so why join? Um, because I really do think that there is a lot of value to joining these sites. Stay up on industry news. Um, control what comes back when someone Googles your name. Build relationships. And because everyone else is. Uh, honestly, the reason I joined Facebook is because I was no longer getting invited to my friends' parties. Everyone abandoned Evite one day en masse. And, <laughs> and the only way I was able to find out about people's B-Day parties was to log on to Facebook and receive invites that way. And I, I think, you know, it may be a slightly different situation for those of you out there. But um, you're probably feeling the pain if you're not... LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever it is, you, you might be feeling a little left out. And that's, I'm guessing it's probably a big reason why you're here. A little story. About <laughs> ten years ago or so, I started doing some regular email. Uh -huh. I got this real strange email from somebody apologizing what they did at my party over in L.A. A different Chris Mannheim? Yes. Uh -huh. Right now then when I Google, if you Google my name, you'll come up with it's a her. 
she's one of the writers that has written for a lot of the um, shows like Xena. Oh my god! Stay there. You want to find out about her life? I say just Googling yourself. I'll get to it. I, I, I've got, I want to make sure you guys walk out of here with a really solid basic understanding. So I'm just going to go right through it. And I've, I made sure that there's plenty of time at the end for questions. So I'm just going to rock and roll through this. All right. So Facebook link versus LinkedIn. Obviously, there's a big difference in the way these two sites are run. LinkedIn is very professional. It's about making you look your professional best. And it's got some great tools like introductions and recommendations that allow that. And we'll talk about those in a little bit. Facebook is a lot more about building relationships. There's a lot more interaction on that site, and there's a lot more users. Just how many more users? Here's some numbers. They just hit 200 million users, and they are growing at, I, even I would say, an alarming rate. Um, they are even talking about having your Facebook login be the new open ID, meaning that you can use your Facebook login um, for multiple sites because it's becoming so ubiquitous. Uh, Facebook versus log, uh, LinkedIn, an age breakdown. Uh, Facebook just announced that um, 35 and over is their largest growing de demographic. Ooh, on Facebook. On Facebook. Wow. At, exactly. Uh, so let's get down to a few nitty gritties about setting up your profile on, uh, on these sites. So LinkedIn, I like to say your picture is your handshake. Um, I did a quick survey and probably 60 or 70% of um, the people I'm connected to personally do not have um, a profile picture. And I think it's a huge mistake. Um, it is probably the most personal thing on LinkedIn. For those of you who have been on there, you know it's, it's pretty cut and dry on there. And, and you can make a huge impression by having a picture where you smile and you make eye contact. Yeah, you're professionally practice, dressed. Practice yeah. Yeah. Perfect example, being in an airport. Exactly, exactly. LinkedIn is great for prep for a meeting, a absolutely. You, I, I would say you want to check, anytime you're meeting somebody for the first time, you want to check them out on LinkedIn. They're going to have uh, you know, past jobs, other contacts. You may know some of the same people, and, and you can find out just a little detective work um, before a meeting. Um, close up on face, and you want to make sure that it looks like you today. Uh, try to keep it current within a couple years. Uh, some pictures <laughs> to avoid. The mug shot. This is what happens when you don't smile in your LinkedIn photos, gentlemen. Uh, the vacation shot. Save it for Facebook. Too much personality. The, only my actor friends can get away with that. And the party pick. No matter how much you uh, crop in on that photo, we know you're holding a drink in your hand. <laughs> so let's actually go to the sites and uh, tool around a little, shall we? Um, so most of you have already set up a profile. Pretty much if you go in, fill out as much information as you can. If you've got a current resume, your job's already done for you. Just copy and paste. Um, but we, getting back to Sharon's question about controlling your Google return, this means when someone Googles your name, um, you want to make sure that your top 10 results are as um, representative of you and as professional as possible. And LinkedIn is a fabulous way to control that because um, I think Facebook is one and two for me and LinkedIn is five and six for me. Um, so it is, oh, ah, what happened to my internet connection? Um, so, so how does this control this? So it allows you to have something that is 
very high ranked because LinkedIn is, uh, is, is so optimized for search engines. Um, so it's going to bump up. If you, if when you have a good LinkedIn profile, um, even you know, um, one way to increase people's traffic to your LinkedIn profile is to link from other sites. So if you you take your name, say Sharon Crone, um, is on a web page, you can make that a link to your LinkedIn profile. Use it as a CV or a bio, and um, and it will increase your standings for a Google search from your name. So just a just one example. So this edit public profile here over here is where you can edit this. Now, um, if anybody out there doesn't want this on a Google return, for some reason, I can't think of any, um, but you can control that by clicking none. Um, but basically, um, I would suggest any information that you have filled out to your satisfaction, you make those sections visible. Um, everything from basics to interested in. Single white man, yes, interested <laughs> in. Say that again? It just means you're living out there. Exactly. Someone finds you. Someone finds you. What you want available. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, um, Katie, you've filled yeah. out 90% of your profile. What don't you complete? I, I haven't completed summary because I think they added that since I did my profile. Uh, specialties I haven't filled out and I haven't apparently done interested in. Okay. Oh, and honors and awards. I haven't earned many yet. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> from the beginning of my career, like Barack Obama. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. so I'm, I'm waiting for a few more to come in until I fill that section out. Um, recommendations are one of my favorite um, uh, parts of LinkedIn. Um, so I would say once you have filled out your profile and uh, connected to your core group of uh, contacts, the next thing you should do on LinkedIn is send out requests for endorsements. It feels a little weird, I'll admit it, but people really look at these, especially people who are deciding whether or not to work with you. Um, and the more people who are on Facebook, the more people are coming to this as a resource to get more information. And if you can have some really outstanding recommendations, um, you can, you know, put yourself ahead of the game, and plus they make you feel really good on a bad day. You just read through them. That's kind of important. Point. I never quite thought about it that way because if you've worked for somebody mm -hmm. nowadays, basically all they can say is that they've worked here. Exactly. Do you tell people what you would like them to say about you when you when you send them a, a request? I have not. They have kind of a standard message. I would like you to you know, recommend me on LinkedIn. Thank you, Katie Hockey. Um, and uh, honestly, it's kind of a, of a cheat, but I, I just sent out the, the, the standard. Um, and I have gotten some really uh, almost touching recommendations back from people. And the, the key to that is the minute you get one in, if you can say anything nice about that person, you send that karma right back at them because they've earned it. And, and it takes time out of their day. And it's a really great way to solidify existing business relationships. There's absolutely no reason not to do it. Um, just a whole love fest on LinkedIn. It's great. But is it a legitimate? Is it a. Well, know, I mean, I can think of a whole bunch of people I could send it to and give them five bucks and have them say something nice. I mean, you know of, what I of mean? course, it, but I mean, it's. It's similar to when um, you call someone's workplace and ask for a, a recommendation, you know, checking references. No one's going to say anything really bad, but, you know, you can tell by how glowing the recommendation is whether or not they really mean it. And, yeah, 
yes, people can stack the decks, but the thing about LinkedIn is their names are shown. They are, they are personally saying this. And if you have on your you know, recommendation list um, the CEO of a company in your field or e even upper management of company in your field and the person who's looking at your profile knows that person, think how much uh, weight that would carry with that person. It, it probably would be a good idea just like when you're, I mean, I, I suggest to people when they're looking for recommendation in general to tell that person what you want them to say. Because a lot of people would say great things about you, Sarah, if you only tell me what you want me to say. Yeah. Hey, I'd say what you want. So maybe the same thing. Five, do you need 10? Hey. <laughs> Just say, you know, hey, I want you to like highlight the fact that I'm a great X, Y, Z. It's true. And you can personalize the message. If you're saying, I'm looking for um, a, a job as um, uh, corporate real estate, uh, you know, managing sales. If you could, you know, make a recommendation about how your experience with me as a salesperson, right. you know, specialize it like that, um, and just give them an idea of where they're coming from. And your recommendations are organized um, by uh, what company uh, you were working with while you worked with that person. So um, my last job was at Carol Fox and Associates PR marketing firm. So. Um, when I started my profile, I was pretty new to Aztec, so a lot of my uh, recommendations I sent out to old co-workers and uh, clients there. And so those are all associated with Carol Fox and Associates. It's still, you know, on my big rundown, um, but um, it, it can give people some idea of specific places. And if you are moving jobs um, after you've been there a little bit, you might want to send out a new round of uh, requests. But it's a great way to gather that information. Um, I did want to show you one other thing. Let's say that you are uh, uh, talking to the altar group um, about work with them, and you don't really know anyone there for some reason, uh, even though they are Cornet members, and you could probably just talk to them at a meeting. Um, but let's say you are looking to make a connection with them through LinkedIn. So I just typed in the altar group, and um, I see a whole list of people. Now, uh, LinkedIn is organized uh, like six degrees of separation. So second degree means I know someone who knows someone. Third would be I know someone who knows someone who knows someone. <laughs> and so on and so forth. So this is bringing up people I am related to in the second degree. I, I scroll down here and I see that Renata and I share two contacts. Um, I take a look at that, Larry Barkley and Andy Swindler. Um, both are in the room. I hope they both have nice things to say about me. So I feel pretty comfortable that at least one of them can make a good connection for me. So I say, get introduced. Now I need to choose one of them. I'm going to choose Andy just because, uh, you know, we sit next to each other every day, all day. And he probably knows me best. Now what you do here is you fill out this form and you you orient your message to Renata. Hi, Renata. This is why I want to do business with you. I'm looking to make a connection with you for this reason. And then at the bottom here, you include, I would include a brief note to Andy saying, this is why I want to connect to Renata. Would you please feel comfortable forwarding on my, my message to her? And in this way, someone can shepherd you in to a new connection. You don't have to feel too forward. You don't have to feel like you're spamming someone. Um, and uh, you can you know, really get kind of a seal of approval from a shared connection, which is really nice. And, and definitely something when you are looking into new business, I suggest just hopping on, see who you're connected to, because you never know. So that was under request to connect an introduction. Um, exactly. Okay. That's, that's very powerful. It's hugely powerful. Now, it's so powerful mm -hmm. that they limit you to five mm -hmm. at a time. Just so you know. But what does a time mean? 
Um, outstanding. So if I send it to Andy and then he forwarded it on to Renata, it would come out of my queue. Exactly. People have sent me, like, I need a recommendation from you, and I'm like, don't do it. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I mean, seriously, it's as real as if I was sitting here face to face. So that's the challenge, and that's all I ignore. Yeah, and and, and like I said, they don't get notification of that. And you can take a little comfort in knowing that most likely they sent out about 15 or 20 of those at one time. And I almost suggest doing it so that you're not obsessing as to why that your good friend from your last office is not endorsing you. I mean, she may just never check her LinkedIn profile. I mean, that is, you know, that is a really re legitimate. Lots of people just set it and leave it. Uh, so don't obsess too much. Uh, there's definitely people come back to me in, uh, like a month after I've sent them communication through LinkedIn. Oh, I'm so sorry. I never check this thing. <laughs> you know, I, of course, want to recommend you. Um, but yeah, I, I don't feel bad about ignoring people because absolutely, like Larry it's said, it's still your word. It's still your word. And they're, you know, everyone talks about how anonymous the internet is. Not anymore. I, if anything, uh, the, you know, the, no one knows you're a dog if you're on the internet. Everyone knows you're a dog if you're on the internet. You, you just can't get away with it anymore. And, and personal and professional lives are merging. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a question I have, absolutely, about, you know, whether, you, you know, you, you have a Facebook profile and you're at parties and you're, everyone's sharing your pictures and then you have this professional thing and, you know, it's Yeah, like, let's, let's switch over to Facebook. And talk just about exactly about that. So, so there were some people without a Facebook profile yet, correct? Okay. So I'm going to just run through really quick. This is um, the news feed. This is the home page when you log into your Facebook account. This is the news feed. It's basically a giant chronological list of all of your friends' activities. I've got about 300 friends, so people's activities only last for about 40 minutes on my page. I've got some people with about 50 friends. It'll last for a couple days on their news feed. Um, and this will, you'll find out why that's important in a few minutes. Um, so on this giant news feed, and it goes down here. I'll just scroll down so you can see about how far it goes. Da -da, da -da, da -da. These are all friends, people I know socially fairly well. I, I am one of those rare people who completely combine. I, I open up to my professional network, so I do got, have some clients on here. Um, I know, it's a little scary. Uh, status updates, quizzes, links, videos. These are all things my friends are doing. Um, pictures, if someone tags a picture with my friend in it, it shows up on my newsfeed. Uh, buttons, badges people have added, uh, relationship updates, so-and-so is now single, so-and-so is now married. Um, it's all in this news feed. And not only the, that information, but everyone's comments about that information. Angie Smith is hungry, Bianca says that makes two of us. And I see what Bianca says about Angie's hunger. So, if you do nothing else on Facebook, socially or professionally, uh, update your status. Status updates, for those who you don't know, it's the answer to this question, what is on your mind? Um, and you just 
you write what's on your mind. I'm hungry. Um, I've been working for weeks on this Facebook and LinkedIn presentation and I'm getting eaten alive on stage. Whatever it is, you just put it up there uh, for the world to hear. And that goes back to that ambient awareness. Um, and so update your status, read what others post, and comment on what others post. If you do those three things, you will be a Facebook champion. So, so, so what do you think about that whole combination of the, this personal stuff with like all my kids and what's going on with all their friends and everyone is showing up at parties in various states of God knows what? Yeah, you, you have to make a decision. For the, for the most part, People are a little bit more forgiving about what's on Facebook, just as they would be a little bit more forgiving if they showed up um, at your house on a Saturday. They don't expect you to be in full dress, but at the same time, um, there is information on there that you cannot control. And for the most part, being uncontrolled on the internet is, is part of the magic of viral marketing. It's part of the magic of the internet. All of a sudden, uh, in one day, you can have a million hits on a YouTube video. And it's, it's how people rise to superstardom and fall from superstardom in a matter of hours. And that's one of the really powerful things about the internet. Um, but it can, uh, you know, come back and kick you in the butt. I was on here the other day uh, doing, a, you know, thinking about this stuff, and uh, somebody posted a status update, nine months cigarette-free. Great. Who wouldn't be proud of that? Very professional, sure. But then somebody commented, and I could see it on my news feed. They commented back, now if you could just stop smoking so much pot. And how do you control that? I mean, I mean, you can't. And I, I assume, you know, most of my friends, <laughs> I hate to admit, that's not a huge deal for most of my friends to be revealed about another one of their friends. But, um, but for a business, but for a person, business person, so that's, that's a perfect example. It's a perfect example. And, and like, you know, you're working with a bank, and they're like, have this whole, like, uh, you know, drug-free thing. Exactly. And it's like they're looking at you. So, so you have to make a decision. You know, there, there, there's a decision point. And um, some people have asked me, do I make two Facebook profiles? Sure. I was going to ask you that. Um, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want to do it. You know, it's going to be a pain in the butt. It's not going to be as much fun. I mean, Facebook is fun. You know, that's why you go on it. And, and that's how you're going to get good at participating in it is if you're having fun. Um, but uh, if it's too great of a risk to you, I can't tell you that, that it's not a risk. Yeah. So if you've invited... In mm -hmm. particular, if you you have to let a friend in to see these flags, exactly. Right? Let's let's switch over to privacy settings. So, um, for the most part, um, on your profile, uh, you can set it so that people can only see your profile if you have invited them to be your friend. Um, and what people uh, that that's pretty easy to do. You can uh, privacy settings go. Come on, come on, Facebook. Um, and um, that is, uh, you can set all that under profile, which is here, under privacy settings. And that's what most people do. What most people miss is actually the more important one, which is the second one down called search. Now this is where you can get into a little bit of trouble um, because this is talking about Google search. Um, specifically this one right here, create search, public search listing. Um, if this is checked by default, all of these are checked by default, which means if by default, if someone Googles your name, your Facebook, it comes back as a return. They will see your profile picture, your friend list, and probably pictures of your friends. A link to add you as a friend, a link to send you a message, and pages you're a fan of. And, and that can be a bad for some people. I mean, uh, 
you, you know, I talk to associates um, in the gay and lesbian community, community, and they're not necessarily, you know, they, it's not something they necessarily talk about with their clients or or the people that they work with. But you know, yeah, this is a, this is a place for them to interact with other people, and 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 why wouldn't they be a, be a part of that community in their personal life? Um, but it would show up there, and, and who knows what kind of assumptions people make about you. I personally have it unchecked because I follow a lot of things that I'm not necessarily a fan of because I want to see what they're doing and what they're up to. So I don't want anybody to be confused about where my loyalties lie. If I follow the young Republicans, no offense to the young Republicans in the room. <laughs> um, search a visible, so, so if you don't want to show up on Google, if you do nothing else, just and you're on Facebook and, and you're worried about it, just come in here and nix your, your public. Otherwise, uh, what happens if that's true? Then, then when people get a Google return yep. with your name, yep. they see these five things. Uh -huh. they see all those so that's all one kind of like midway between not going there and creating your own thing. Mm -hmm. Just say, hey, they have to ask my permission. Mm -hmm. If I feel okay with it, then fine. Exactly. And, and because we all know that our friends and family are a source of business contacts. I mean, uh, my uncle is talking with my husband uh, about architecture work. I mean, it's, it, you know, it, it happens, it's, it's all there. And, and as my aunt just lost her job, you know, she's in corporate real estate and she's trying to figure out how to use these sites as social networking and, you know, as family, we are her support. And, and it's important to um, maintain contacts with your friends and family and, and, and Facebook is a great way to do it. And there's lots of fun reasons to use Facebook, seeing wedding pictures and baby pictures and you know, all, all of that is on here. But you should have a choice about how easy it is for people to access that information, which is why I want to show you this right here. So you don't have to be afraid about creating and going on Facebook because it might pr affect you professionally when you have no intention of opening up professionally. So that's that information. The search visibility, this is in relationship to that search box, which means I'm a Facebook member, I'm logged in, and I'm looking for somebody to friend. Uh, you can choose everything from everyone to friend, only friends, which means um, I have to go out and friend everyone. No one can find me unless I have already offered them friendship. So you've got just a whole range of information there. Um, uh, photos. Photos are one of the most powerful tools on Facebook and also one of the most deadly. <laughs> um, I was just talking to Rich about uh, uh, somebody was posting old fraternity photos. And he's like, no one wants to see those. I don't want to be associated. But let me show you. Um, when I was just uh, attending Nequa Valley High's uh, excellent production of Crazy for You, which uh, my cousin Grace was a star in, and, um, and in the lobby afterwards, uh, she, she took a few photos. Now what she did is she uploaded it to her profile, and she tagged herself, and she tagged me in the photo. So that shows up on my profile, and all my friends can see it in my newsfeed. So I came in, and I said, hey, that's a fun picture. Um, I'm tagged, she's tagged, but also my mom, my husband, and my grandmother are in that photo. I'm friends with all of them on Facebook, so I would like to tag them as well. So I came down here, and I clicked tag this photo, and I just had to click on their face, type in their name, and I could tag them. Now that gives me a lot of power, 
So let's say, my mom hates this picture of herself. She says, I hate that shirt. I don't want it associated with me. Gosh darn it, Katie, why did you do this? Now she has the power to untag it and then it will no longer be associated with her profile. It will no longer show up in news feeds about her. All she has to do is click this tag uh, on her profile, being um, about her picture, remove tag. And it's removed, it's stricken from the record, at least in regards to her. My friends can still see it on my page, but at least it's not associated with her profile. Does that make sense? Which is, you know Which is why I'm here today. <laughs> but she But does she see it on her page, Katie? Uh, she does see it on her profile page, and she should get an email regarding it. So I'm getting the wrap-up sign from the back of the room. Sorry. Katie, you use a whole bunch of lingo there. Shoot. Where does one learn that? Is it, is it it's, it's pretty idiot-proof. If you hover over something, a link shows up. You know, it, it shows up that says remove. If Colby had said something about me in this note... No, I mean for the, for the lingo, the Facebook lingo. For the Facebook you lingo. Friend. You can friend. And I have no idea It's except somebody sends you a friend request, and you can friend them, or you can ignore them. It is. A lot of it is in help, but a lot of it is, is fairly intuitive once you're in it. I, it really is. I mean, it, if somebody friended you, I mean, what, what would you think that meant? It makes you a friend, you know? I mean, it's, it is a little lingo-y, but it's once you are participating, and, and I can't emphasize this enough, that really the only way to get it, the only way to um, control it, have any kind of control over it, um, is, is to participate in it. And I, I know that's scary and time-consuming, but, but it's just kind of where we're at. Any one final question. Yeah. You talked this earlier in the panel. Uh -huh. If nothing else, concentrate on one or two of these. LinkedIn. Concentrate on LinkedIn. Because uh, if nothing else, um, you've got a really professional Google return on your name. Um, you've got um, a way to get introductions to other professionals. And you've got a way to research professionals before a new meeting.